What? <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is, I don't know how to phrase this, being gay, dot, dot. <laughs> but like the vertical ones, not horizontal. <laughs> Uh, expectations versus reality. Exactly. Or just expectations versus reality. Well, it's expectations versus of reality being of gay. being gay. So, yeah. <laughs> the reality of being gay. That's, that's a scary job. That's the title. <laughs> <laughs> the cold, hard truth. Like, of being why does queer? it sound like a 60 minute special? <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. That's like a YouTube video I would click on. Yeah. Sounds. Juicy. Terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, um, first of all, I want to start by saying what? I had the best week ever <laughs> because I've had a staycation basically at Sean's. Yeah. He can't get rid of me. I've been, been in his really house great. about three days. <laughs> she lives here now. <laughs> I live here. I've moved into the closet. Yeah. Where I belong. Yeah. Back in it. <laughs> Julia is in Vegas, Vegas yeah. this weekend. Mm-hmm. So I have been Julia. <laughs> So Sean's been my replacement, Julia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm very needy, so I needed that companionship. So thank you for that. Really yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, it's been yeah. really nice. Yeah, it has been. Um, but yeah, I wanted to talk about this mostly because I couldn't think of anything else to talk about. Yeah, very that. <laughs> but also, I think that there's something specific about the LGBTQ plus community that before you come out or before you're even sure of your sexuality within yourself, you kind of look outwards. For examples, whether it's in media or YouTubers or friends of yours that you know. <coughs> okay, I'm sorry. Sean is like yawning aggressively. I'm like, we're two minutes in, bud. Like, if if you can't make it two minutes of me talking, this is going to be a struggle. What's <laughs> funny thing is that was like a genuine yawn. <laughs> it's like, as soon as you start describing why you wanted to talk about this, I tap out. She's tired. Yeah. She's real tired. But yeah, you always look for representation, which I think um, is super important. But I think it's easy to put yourself into that person's life right. as what you think will be yours. Right, right. Because... Like you thought you were going to be a cool lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> Not just a sad one. <laughs> I thought life would be so much better. Yeah. It's taking a down <laughs> No, but honestly, I yeah, it, sort of. Um, no, I know. <laughs> Confirmed. Yeah, got it. Um, Because I think when you're not really enjoying your life as it is, so for me, like when I was in a closet. Or for me, like always. (laughs) (laughs) And all of my friends didn't know that I was out. I couldn't be myself around them. So I feel like it's pretty natural for a queer person to kind of go into like a sort of escapism yeah by putting them in the place of like a tv show character the single gay character on a tv show yeah and just but for you did you think you're gonna get killed a lot more than you yeah yeah yeah, definitely (laughs) still holding out hope (laughs) (laughs) but for me like one example off the top of my head is the real l word and it was like a reality TV spinoff based on the L word. Right. So I watched the L word and 
I'm not as huge on like fan fiction when it comes to fictional characters. Okay. Um, like when it's you know TV dramas, I know a lot of people are, but for me that like I can't connect as much with that. But when I watch shows like The Real L Word, or I remember watching uh, The Real World on MTV, there was like some gay representation on there. Yeah. Specifically, I don't remember her name, but there was this one girl in one of the seasons, and she was out, and I just thought she was like the coolest ever, mm. and she would. I just was like thought it was so crazy that she was like in this house with these strangers and she was out and confident about it and she'd go to the club and like pick up chicks and like make out with them. And I was like, oh my god, this girl's the coolest. Like I'm gonna be this girl. Like my life is gonna be this girl. Yeah. Or in the case of the real L word, it's like following a few uh, queer women that live in the L.A. area, and they're all you know gorgeous and wow. they're <laughs> I'm lacking okay, I'm like in that category. <laughs> <laughs> but all their friends are hot, you know, it's like the perfect circle. Well, you have that down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, fuck off. And you know, they all are like constantly going to these cool clubs and parties and everyone knows who they are and they're, you know, all fucking each other and like <laughs> in some ways <laughs> <laughs> Life is right on track <laughs> with those expectations. Yeah. <laughs> but in other ways, like, not so much. Like, I think a big part of it is that none of them really had jobs. Right. That's kind of gets in the way. Yeah. yeah. Their job was just like every day, like day drinking, like randomly going on different trips like with each paid. other. Yeah. And getting paid. And they like all lived in the same houses together. And it right. was like super like, oh, we all live in these bungalows in LA and like. I feel like it's a lot easier to be a hot slut when you're unemployed. So true. (laughs) It is exhausting trying to be a hot slut when you're employed. Exactly. Oh, my God. When when you're working that nine to five. Yeah. When your nine to five is just dick. Like, (laughs) easy. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, so I think that, like, growing up, those shows meant the world to me because I did learn a lot and I did see myself in those characters, if you will, even though it was reality TV. And I was excited about... That being my life. Right. You know, but then it's weird because then you kind of equate those expectations. And I think a lot of queer people put a lot of pressure on thinking that once you come out, your like whole life's going to be sunshine and rainbows. Yeah. Because I feel like that's such a big hurdle for a queer person for so much of their life. And I'm not saying it, it is a lot better in a lot of cases once you come out, but it's not like a lot of people actually after coming out go into depression. Yeah. Because you put so much pressure on everything being perfect, like you equate all your problems to the fact that you're in the closet, you can't be yourself. And then when you come out, it's like, wait, everything's not just fixed. Like all my mental health is, issues are still there. Yeah. I'm still now I'm just gay yeah, and I'm, sad. Yeah, I'm gay and the sad. The pressure becomes depression. Yeah. <laughs> depression. Oh my god. But yeah, so I think that like a lot of times while those shows are really awesome, the expectations are really high for like, oh, I'm going to come out and then I'm just going to live this like super cool, like LA lifestyle of yeah. like being with a big group being of like hot and skinny. Yeah. And, like, and then I'm none of those. Yeah. Things. <laughs> 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 when I think about expectations versus reality of being gay, there's obviously a lot of, like you said, 
uh, times that I put myself in like a character's yeah. mind and like I was like that's gonna be me mm-hmm. and a lot of it changed because I was like oh that's just unrealistic obviously yeah. however a lot of it's like the expectation versus reality is also like just getting older too I'm like yeah. getting gay and old I feel like that's <laughs> the reality of being gay and old that's it's true because a lot of the representation is young gay or like people that are in their 30s and like have the stamina to like be hot party yeah. slots and totally. I'm like I'm tired I'm so I have depression. Yeah. <laughs> That's, true. Like, That's why I like a lot of Instagram accounts lately that have been popping up that are more like mommy bloggers or daddy bloggers of like. Oh, I love a daddy gay, blogger. You know? Oh, yeah, me too. Because I think for so long, so much of the representation, both in media and reality TV, was just like young, partying, single, like fucking each other yeah. the whole nine yards. And then and I, I always thought life? because I was gay, I might have like a hall pass on being hungover. Because like in shows, they're like yeah. never, they're like, woo! Yeah, and then the next morning, like, yeah, let's do it again. We <laughs> should get a hall pass, honestly. Probably. Like, yeah. Where do I sign up? Give me something. <laughs> like, got zero benefits from this. <laughs> oh my god. I'll give you a specific example. I remember reading this book, and in the book, this girl goes to like a camp kind of thing okay, in the what summer. What kind of book was this? And <laughs> like a teen fucking novel, you know, one of those. Like the like bubblegum that now <laughs> you read it and the like font is like fucking 18 points. I point. was just reading this book about this girl. She was going to camp finger blasts. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no. It was it was actually very heteronormative except for one of the nights at the camp. She makes out with a girl right. at this at this camp. And I remember reading that book and then I was going to camp and I was like, "Oh, so I'll definitely make out with a girl yeah, while yeah. I'm there." Like you have these expectations of these magical moments that are going to happen of like how you're going to have your first like queer interaction or yeah. you're going to fall in love the first way like with a queer person. And you always Besides, like, TV and books, the stories that you hear about from, like, media are, like, these inspirational, like, gay couple meets in, like, the most crazy situations. So you're just, like, waiting for that to happen to you. But Mm -hmm. then you realize that, like, they're reporting on it because it never happens. Because it doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, The Bachelor in Australia, when those two girls were on it, and then they fell in love with each other. yeah. So they, like, left the show because they're like, oh, we love each other. Like, see a Bachelor man. Iconic, first of all. so iconic, yeah. but I feel like that's the stuff that people read about and see. So you yeah. have this like big magical idea. And with that, there is a definite problem within, in my opinion, within queer media of like over romanticizing oh, things and making it all look perfect. Like specifically the amount of YouTuber couples that are just like so phony. Sorry. Like you heard it here first. And Not even you, like Instagram, Instagram couples. couples. Oh my god, it's so barfy. Like, and honestly, I don't think heterosexual people get away with it the same way. Like, because no. I, I think that they're pitching it as like, look, I'm giving representation, but it's also. But everybody's like, yeah, like with straight people, like nobody really. I no feel one like, does that. No, we're like, yeah, we get it. You're straight. Okay, yeah, move on. Okay, yeah. move on. So they're. But like, I also doing don't think representation. They which also is good, don't. But they don't have the people following them because I think okay. Yeah. This is maybe a little bit of a tangent, but okay. <laughs> with like cringy. Instagram couples yeah. that are gay, yeah. they they are popular because they have enough people following them that find it like 
captivating exactly. and inspirational yeah. and like mood board and all yeah. that stuff. Whereas like with straight people, like you don't need to find it inspirational no. because like you're exactly. not gonna get ousted from your family for being in love. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> so yeah, totally. I feel like it's almost like a I like think a it has taking a, advantage in a weird yeah. way. Is that and here's the thing, like it's a fine line because I think it has a place because there are a lot of queer couples out there that are doing it in a real way. And I hate using the real word. Like, are you being real on Instagram? Yeah. But <laughs> it's it, what happens when we stop being nice and we start getting real. <laughs> isn't that the real what, yeah, like Jersey Shore or something? Jersey, something, yeah. something like that. Um no, wasn't that like Laguna Beach? I don't know. I don't know. MTV idea. put the logo <laughs> yes, here. Seriously. <laughs> But there are a lot that I know in person. Oh, yeah. Or friends of friends of people that I'm like, the behind the scenes is so yeah. fucking messy. And then you're presenting you using this... the word gnarly also? What? Yeah, what? Ew, I was going to say. Gnarly, dude. Throw this laptop at you. Um, you couldn't left that much. <laughs> so they like, give this like perception of it. And then in real life, like relationships are hard. Like, just oh, be honest. Oh, absolutely. So to me, oh my god, uh, okay, oh, oh. this is a full. God, I feel okay. like we could, can change the topic at this yeah. point. Yeah, I I know people in person as well that are like Instagram couples. Yeah, and it's just so phony. And then what makes me even more annoyed yeah. is when they post. So, okay, so like. There are people that I'm well aware are like Instagram couples, but I also know that they fight a ton. Yeah. But like, do they show any of that on their Instagram? No. no. Like, that's just yeah. what it is. However, I really even more so hate when they're like, they make a post of them like, like not making out. Like, it'll be like them like on a couch or something. They're like, it's time to get real. Sometimes oh, relationships are hard. We don't know what movie to choose. And it's like, <laughs> You know, like they're like you ain't fighting about that. Literally, you're fighting you fucking <laughs> made you're up a whore. Yeah. Cloth, yeah. Okay, <laughs> like if we're gonna get real, yeah, then give it. us the tea, bitch. So it's like I, that bothers me so much because I feel like it's such a ploy yeah. to be like, oh look how they're being so honest. It's like fake realness, but it's like you're not giving up anything. Like you're not letting people know no, that like life is hard. You're, you're like, what is something that like no one will think is problematic in a relationship? Like, oh, we like different movies. She likes comedy, and I like literally. Horror. Like road trips are hard. She likes rock, and I like country. <laughs> but we make it work. Mixed playlist. Hashtag life. Like that's literally Hashtag what it real is. Real couple. Like that's actually no. What it, it actually is. is. And it's so fucking painful. Yeah. Okay. I have the real tea. So if people are listening right now, <laughs> and they watch YouTube, you're gonna know who I'm subbing. I don't okay? know because I don't watch lesbians. <laughs> so you will know because this just happened and it drives me fucking insane and I almost called this person out like directly because I, I have their like, contact I called this person. I have their contact information because it actually like I think it's actually really toxic for viewers and I think it's really unfair. Okay. And I think like morally I don't think I think if you have a following you've signed up to have some sort of expectation that what you're putting out there should be a good representation of whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Like, well, you would think, but a lot of people are just they're not for money. But yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so exactly. But I just think that's like disturbing to me because it's one thing when you're like, you're a fashion blogger. Okay. But when you're talking about LGBTQ plus topics and you're supposed to be someone's example oh. of these people that are like in the closet and looking to you for like their expectations of being queer and like, 
a life advice and like shipping you so hard and you're so fucking phony. Like it's, it drives me insane. So if you watch YouTube, you'll probably know who this couple is. Don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Fucking tweet at them. Yeah. Send them this link. Send them Don't this clip. <laughs> um, in the same day, okay. they both have a separate channel. Okay. I'm pretty sure they ended up making a joint channel as well. Right. They have dated on and off for like a few times now. And every time it's like, hey, we're dating again. And we started up our couples channel. Right. And like 50 videos in the next month of them like cuddling in bed and all this stuff. And then it's like literally like break up and then it's like twitter war and like we hate each other and we don't talk yeah. so it's like obviously you don't go from one to the other in five minutes yeah it's like obviously it's phony right like any normal person can read through it but the problem is a lot of your viewers are fucking 14 and they don't have any representation they're so desperate for it that they they just don't understand i also right? think a lot of it it's like they also haven't been in a relationship yeah and there's the natural like um like the natural following of people like you when you follow a YouTuber, like you like feel like you're part of their life. Yeah. So naturally these people will probably like like one of them and they're like yeah. really invested in it. So they're totally yeah. So this recent one happened a couple days ago. And they've been posting like non fucking stop. I don't okay. know how detailed I should get, but like they posted a video of like We still don't have an enemy, let's do it. I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> yeah. They posted a video of one of them getting a tattoo of the other person's name. Okay. Okay. Love that. Literally a week later, they on the same day, on their two separate channels, one of them posts a couple video, and the other one posts a breakup video. <laughs> <laughs> on the same okay, love that <laughs> Like, at least try and trick yeah, people. Yeah, like, yeah. At least try and make it a little less obvious. You literally have a morning post that is a couple video saying how obsessed you are with each other, and that you're, like, so in love. Which, even if you filmed that a couple days before... Yeah. If you are now broken up, why are you even putting it out? Exactly. And then the next one is an afternoon post of the person sobbing saying that they have broken up. What? Yeah. So then it's like, is the breakup even real? Exactly. Is the whole thing even real? And it's just so fucking phony. So it disturbs me that the la like the representation sometimes is what it is because I think people get these like crazy expectations of. And it just it also bothers me. It's like okay, so. <laughs> You are telling me that, like, you probably went through the same struggles mm -hmm. as, like, the people that are following you, and you feel no sense of, like, uh, having to be sincere. Like, you don't yeah. feel like you have to, like, be truthful. Like, yeah. you can just lie to your viewers for, like, money like, when, like, what? you know how hard it is to go, like, like it's, it's so just so insane. Up. Yeah. And once you get to know these people, like, the problem is... Honestly, is a lot of these people, that's their sole job. So I will give them that. Like, I guess you have to make your money. But, like, I guess I'm in a more privileged position that I have a career outside of any social media stuff. Yeah. So does Julia. Julia's not even on social media. So I'm sure as hell not fucking posting a picture of Julia and I for fighting. Yeah. But for a lot of these people, that's like, I wake up Tuesday morning, I've got to post a couple photo because that's my job, right? Yeah. And so for them, despite what's going on at home, they've got to make that fucking money. And honestly, they're probably thinking, well, this is on the fucking downward spiral, so we better pump out the content and make some bucks. But that's the thing is, like, I do see the other side of it is that, like, it could definitely be a trap yeah. that you fall into. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like you need to pay your bills. Yeah, so, totally. like, maybe it's easier to just, like, cheat on your girlfriend for, like, a video. <laughs> 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 but, oh but like, 
uh, I don't know. It's a slippery slope, that's for sure. But I think it really fucks with the, like, expectation versus reality for sure. Yeah. Especially, like, oh, that still makes me mad when people are like, time to get real. And it's like, you're not, though. You're not. I would rather you just continue be phony. Because And, like, the fact that you're using, like, this fake guise of being real. And eat my fucking ass. Honestly. (laughs) Please. Someone needs to. Yeah, literally. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, another expectation that I had about being gay versus reality is um shameless plug my short film it has to do with it it's like what my short film's about but i thought once i you can see that short film on um sean dadlask so if you just go over there. <laughs> at sean dadlask yeah. on instagram All you that's where we premiering <laughs> No, you can actually see it in Toronto Buffer Festival premiering October 5th. No. <laughs> Toronto Lust. Yeah. Um, but. Um, Could you imagine I post it before you go to Buffer? <laughs> You're like, sneak peek is the whole fucking film. Oh my God. Sneak premiere. <laughs> So savage. You show up for my meet and greet and like, and like Buffer Festival. Oh my God. Um, so yeah, come to Buffer Festival if you live around Toronto. We're doing a meet and greet and premiering my film. But that's what it's about. It's called Coming Out. And it's about the fact that before I came out, I thought it was, and I think this is the way it's represented a lot in media or like you see on Twitter, or you see these like cutesy posts of like someone baked a fucking rainbow cake and gave it to their family. And like, that's like what happens. Yeah. Right. And I really thought it was going to be like a one moment moment in my life. And then it was going to be like, okay, I'm out. Yeah. Like, it's all done. Like, it was going to be, like, a, a like, one of those flash mob things. Yeah, like, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm coming out. Yeah, everybody in Vancouver is yeah, like, mm-hmm. everyone and now knows. I know she's gay, <laughs> and that's all I need to know. But no. <laughs> but no. So I didn't know that I would always be coming out. And I think, especially as someone who presents a little more feminine, like, I feel like, a lot of people would describe me as very feminine, depending on what they where they put the line of okay, feminine. Okay, I was like, I would like to meet these people. <laughs> <laughs> You're bushy as fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, but depending on what, where someone's line is, and depending on what day it is, to be fair, when I'm like, you know, if I'm going to a work event, or if they were to meet me at, like, I was at my sister's wedding the other week, and I'm oh, in, yeah. like, a full-length gown as a bridesmaid, and my hair With is done, like, super like, femme. <laughs> yeah. um, so depending on the time, day, the situation, and just the fa- sheer fact that everyone assumes heterosexual before anything else, Always. unless you're literally wearing a shirt that says dyke, a lot of the times, honestly, even then, they'd be like, what a great ally. Yeah. Good for oh you. Oh, God. You're constantly <laughs> coming out. Like, it's kind of a forever thing. So I think that that was kind of like a hard realization for me. And it really frustrated me for a long time because I really thought, okay, I'm going to come out to my family. Then I put out a YouTube video on my channel because I came out to my family. I came out to my close friends. And then I heard people whispering about it around town. And I've talked about this before. I was like, okay, big fuck you. That's how I started my channel. I put out a YouTube video. I'm like, perfect. Everyone watch it. Everyone in the world will know. We'll watch it. Seven billion views. (laughs) One hour. (laughs) (laughs) So I really thought like, okay, now it's done. Like it's really out there for everybody. And then it was kind of like a really stressful next year of my life because when anyone assumed I was straight or like disregarded my sexuality, 
um, just by their language or the way they spoke to me or whatever. It really affected me because I'm like, I've fucking done this already. Like, I don't need to do this anymore. Like, it was this weird frustration of like, I don't want this to be my life. Yeah. Because like, this is shitty. Like, I hate always having to have this conversation and making it a thing. And if you're queer, you know, like, okay, what's the big deal of someone saying, oh, like, do you do you have a boyfriend? You're like, no, actually, I have a girlfriend. And they're like, oh. Oh, sinner! <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, that, that's bad. But a lot of the times it's like people aren't saying anything like bad back to you. Exactly. They'll be like, oh, but this is my favorite. They always respond with like, uh, my cousin actually oh, yeah. is gay. Like they oh, look the dog's who gay. In their, yeah, who in their life they know <laughs> to like give you an example of how they're not homophobic. Exactly, yeah. But th- my dog's gay. We put her down for that. <laughs> but <laughs> she was gay. But I can't euthanize you yet. So. Oh my god! So it's fine. That's totally fine. So yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll be <laughs> here on this earth together. See you later. Um, but yeah. so it just—it's frustrating because it's like it always becomes a thing. Yeah, you know, and that even if it was like a two-sentence thing, I'm like, why is it that every conversation I has it has to be this? Or even like I would be in situations and my friend would be my friends would mean the absolute best by it but I'd be like at a party and someone would be like, like this is gay Brie yeah literally like yeah. oh this is our like this is my gay friend I was telling you about yeah. like she's gay she's a fucking huge dyke yeah and the you whole, know the like music the whole cuts, thing everybody's like the amount of t- oh the amount of times I've been playing like never have I ever at parties and people were like never have I ever like licked a vagina like a girl will say it right. so all the boys have to drink and then I like drink and everyone's like oh my you finish you everyone's have? drinks yeah I like chug all the drinks <laughs> but it's just like little moments like that where you're just like oh half the people here don't know that about me so this is me coming out yeah and that was definitely a big expectation versus reality thinking that I thought there was going to be this moment in time. And then it was going to be done. And instead, it's like, oh, it's going to happen my whole life. Like, you're, you're always coming out basically until society changes and stops assuming heterosexuality on every single person you meet. Then you're always going to be coming out. Yeah. So that was like, I, I've gotten over that at this point. Like, now I'm sounding it. But I think in the first couple of years of when I was, like, really officially out, that was hard for me to deal with. Totally. Because I just thought it would be over. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to build on what you said, but it's going to be better. Okay. Perfect, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so here's the version of better. Here's the version you actually want to hear. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, I think a huge expectation versus reality issue for me is that is that of which <laughs> um, is like coming out in general. Okay. Because I think it's getting better, but I still don't think it's great because mm-hmm. In media, YouTube, movies, you literally see the extremes. You either see, yeah. like, people posting a video like, my mom kicked me out of the ha- country for yeah. being gay. Yeah. Like, it's, like, people getting kicked out, like, ostracized, like, all these things. Up, or you whatever, see the yeah. opposite of, like, somebody's family, like, I'm coming. And, like, yeah, their whole family's like, dancing, no, too. No, like, actually, like, oh, I came out to my mom and dad, and they wore rainbow hoodies for the next literally. month Or, like, I was going to make them a cake, and they, like, Already made iced one. it rainbow. Yeah, like, yeah. exactly. So yeah. it's, like, you see these two extremes which I think is like definitely detrimental because a lot of the time yes that obviously is true Mm -hmm. for both parties I'm not saying these aren't valid things but it's like you don't see what I think is more so from Mm. like my point of view and from what I've experienced through my coming out and like good friends coming out there's like a whole other aspect of it that is just okay 
Oh, 100%. Like, there's, like, there are a lot of times that it's just it's not just a thing. A and I think that making it seem like it's going to go either way. It makes it seem like this big operation. Exactly. So if it time. doesn't go amazing, yeah. like, if they're not screaming your name, it almost still feels kind of negative. Yeah. Because you had this... It, yeah. Like you had this connotation in your mind that yeah. it was going to be like you're going to be like the fucking bell of the ball totally, and people are yeah. going to like make a fucking float for you yeah. in your town's Absolutely. parade. Yeah. So it's like they didn't do that for you. They did it for me. Well, I've yeah. No. Like immediately, I got a float. Oh, mine was a hot air balloon, <laughs> but I guess the ground was okay for you too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. Because now in my old, 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 wise years. So old. So, so old and crusty. So old, yeah. I see an okay as, like, the best answer. Oh, my, that's all I want. But when you were younger, you, like, wanted this big thing. Yeah. Or you were scared it was going to be terrible. But now, it's like, that's the best. Because now, when someone makes a big deal out of it, I'm like, fucking gross. chill out. Yeah. Just, like, gross. Like, I don't even like, like cake or honestly, <laughs> Or gays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, it's honestly like that's and that's the reaction I would want. Na- yeah. Like that's the reaction I basically got. But that's yeah. the reaction that I would want to give my kids as well. Same. Like, yeah. okay, still love you. We're good to go. Like yeah. you know, because it's like it just validates you as a person, not just like some weird, like fantastical yeah. creature. <laughs> but you don't see it. Like even like Love Simon, it yeah. was like such a big deal. Oh god! And yeah. like that was like one of the only mainstream movies yeah. we've ever had. Yeah. So <laughs> like, and then you get the opposite. It's like Brokeback Mountain. No, oh, he gets yeah. literally killed like yeah so, you get one or the other yeah. right so yeah totally i yeah <sighs> okay expectations versus reality of being gay do you not know are you struggling for something to talk about no oh okay. why are you no what are you why do right you ahead? speak so slowly <laughs> Because I'm tired. Yeah, I get that. I'm so tired. You've been here for so long. Go ahead. Please. Please discuss. Um, (laughs) I'm like, well, I thought that the expectation was that I wouldn't be able to drive, but I can. (laughs) So I was like, they're going to take away my license. (laughs) I can't have a job. (laughs) Never going to be able to get in a car. Like, gays can't drive. So, and I can. So I really, really changed the game. (laughs) Broke through that glass ceiling, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also, like, there is, I think this is more specific to the gay side of it. Okay. But there is, and we've talked about this many, many a time Mm -hmm. on many moons, um, (laughs) there also was this expectation that there isn't, like, gay love. Right. Okay. (laughs) You, like, kind of laugh. You're like, right. You're like, you still don't have gay love, bitch. (laughs) Reality. (laughs) Confirmed, bitch. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Sean's single? Yep. Single? Yep. Sean's sort of single. Um, Sort of single, Sean. I'm coming, maybe, (laughs) to (laughs) have a potential friend, boyfriend, person, but A gal pal, if you will. A gal pal, yes. We're just gallivanting around. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyways. (laughs) God, I was like, I just really wanted to hit you there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
No, there's like that expectation that like in all shows growing up, like literally oh, when yeah. I think of like like Desperate Housewives, like mm-hmm. all the like trash TVs that I showed, it's always that like the like single gay like yeah, yeah. they're like there for comedy, yeah. they're like a huge slut, they're like at the club, uh-huh. and it's like oh, like that's kind of what I thought it was gonna be, yeah. which is like still kind of the reality, <laughs> but it's like they don't show the possibility for like true. Happiness, it's always just commitment. like a super flamboyant, like gay male that's like basically asexual in like both romantic and sexual ways because he's just like the gay male who designs events Literally, and he never yeah. like actually has a partner or like any meaningful relationships. It's all surface level. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? It literally seems like you were just going on a rant about me for a second. You were locked into my eyes. <laughs> Look on your face. Who just designs and he has no friends and he's really gross. No meaningful interactions. <laughs> no one loves him. He's always alone. <laughs> like you have the most direct eye contact. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my chest, yeah. let me tell ya. But then also they're like to uh to relate this right back to the fucking podcast, mm. the expectation versus reality is that like gays <laughs> lens. Oh, yeah. We're going to start a fucking popular podcast. (laughs) Reality set in. (laughs) Um, Know that. And I honestly don't know if we've talked about this for like such a long time. Mm -hmm. Like it was obviously like our first episode, gays versus lesbians. We can just tie it back to Mm -hmm. expectations versus reality that like our two communities were uh, like never going to be friends. Oh yeah. Like I was like the fact that I have like maybe 50-50 gay to lesbian friends. Yeah. Like that was not. Oh yeah. It's what so I planned in the media that like lesbians and gays do not hang out. Yeah. And really. I think obviously there is some truth to that because yeah. gays are garbage and mm-hmm. you guys don't have like actual places that you can come and hang out with us <laughs> without being judged. Yeah. Horrifically. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Expectation. But you know that's reality. like actually what. You see, like oh, you yeah, see totally. that, like they're like uh, a war of the ages, <laughs> like two, <laughs> like you know, we have oh like Viking God. ships, like going to battle. Oh, the lesbians are the Vikings. Yeah, yeah, we're you like the, are the wenches yeah. on the pirate ships. We're like the hatchet again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, speaking of what you just said, the expectation versus reality is. I thought there was actually going to be queer women bars. Oh, yeah. Because no. I would always see on like TV shows, like, oh, they're going to the lesbian bar, like right. the L word. Like, I would always see that. And I'm like, oh, there's not that. There's not they that. all shut down. Yeah. And they don't exist. Well, yeah. So that's great. There's nowhere for us to go except for like the welding shop. <laughs> well, there's nothing sexier than welding. So. Honestly, there was a welder at the PE. It's like, like a just fair. weld it. I know what the pee. Pian- <laughs> well, for the people listening, you ask. <laughs> it's like a fair. I'm not sure. Is it, yeah, I don't know if you have friends that would go to the fair with you, but <laughs> probably not. <laughs> probably not. Okay, I want to. Okay, here's the question: okay, What the okay, fuck okay. was a welder doing? Like welding the rides? Honestly, she was the biggest dyke I've ever seen on the planet. So arousing, like super dyke, the supreme dyke. Was she showing off, or dykes. was she working on the the fair? <laughs> no, she was. She was in. One of the like barns and doing a demonstration of how okay. she welds, okay, and like wielding a hammer. Her hands right. were three times the size of mine, calloused, like 
Jaiki jeans. Oh, she doesn't need gloves anymore. Are you kidding me? One giant callus. <laughs> like the hottest. I literally thing thought ever. you were like there was a welder. She was fixing the ride that I was on. <laughs> Put it this way: she'd toss you around. Okay. Who wouldn't? Like who? Who wouldn't take me for a spin? You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I want to. End this episode off by talking about. I want to end this episode. <laughs> so I want to end this episode now. We have at least ten more minutes, and I want to talk about things that you maybe thought were too far fetched and ended up being legit. Like, for example, I'll kick okay, it off. Okay. I I've been using the example of the L word, right? Uh-huh. And even me before I was out and had any queer friends and was like closeted. Even me watching that show, I was like. This isn't gonna happen. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, they, like all these friends don't fuck each other. Oh, yeah. all these, <laughs> all these like like people aren't like cheating on each other. It's not like this like close group. And like I remember watching the episode where they had like a. They had like a poster where they like connected everyone, yeah. of, like who had slept together. Oh my god! And all this stuff. First of all, yeah, I have always joked about how I want to do like a murder board. Yeah. Oh. A, not of murders, oh. <laughs> but like, like I want to have like me and my core friends yeah, in the middle, and then, like, the and then you like connect them. Yes. But I also like I always joked about this when I thought I was gonna be like a huge slut, so that mm. I would. If I slept with somebody, I would take a Polaroid of them, and then they would have to put themselves on the oh, wall. on the board. And then if they had slept with anybody else, they had to connect themselves. So this is what they did in that. Oh, really? This is literally what <laughs> okay, they did. Yes. And I remember watching this and being like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, love this for the show, but this is clearly a dramatization. Absolutely. Well, it's, reality is it's not best too far served off. cold, honestly, because... Whew, Shit's real. Yeah. Shit's real out there at the gay bars and the gay spaces. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of cross... Pollination. Pollination going on. (laughs) And I really didn't expect that. Like, that is painfully real. Yeah. So that's something that I, like, did... I thought I was, like, smarter than when it came to representation. I have... one that yeah. has it has a direct tie into I have two kind of stories about it, but mm-hmm. I have a direct correlation to the gay community, but also just adulthood. And I saw a tweet okay. of uh, this the other day and I was like, yeah. And the tweet was adulthood is realizing that everybody is doing cocaine but you. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> and I literally was like, oh my god, because I remember watching like all these like um, like queer as folk, like yeah. all these shows, and obviously drug use in these shows is, is m- yeah. usually fair game. Yeah. And I would be like, people doing cocaine, like are they rock stars? Yeah. Like, I was like, cocaine? Oh my this god. is unrealistic. <laughs> but it's True. literally like, oh, yeah. like the bouncers on coke, the park <laughs> Is on, on coke. coke. The police officer arresting you coke. for cocaine is on coke. Absolutely. <laughs> like it's like, and everybody's doing so much. Like, yeah. People in bars. I don't know if they do this in Vancouver anymore, but sometimes in bars they put like a Vaseline on the back of yeah. toilets so that you can't put lines of coke on it. Like, so it'll just gosh. like stick and melt. That was a weird realization for me too when I was like, oh, so everyone is, is doing cocaine yeah. these days. Yeah, as That's you're on cocaine, you're like. Not just me. Is that just? <laughs> um, so yeah. So that yeah, was say, like, mom. I've never done cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. Neither. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, moving on. <laughs> um, so that was like a big realization for me is that like okay, maybe drug use is like maybe even more 
more so than it's <laughs> yeah. put on. So that was one. But then, so I went to um, this party. I won't say its name, um, but it's like a pretty like raunchy pride party that mm-hmm. happens every year. And I was talking to one of my friends that I'm like not super close friends with, but like mm-hmm. we our acquaintances you, yeah, and he was like running da- yeah yeah yeah. well like <laughs> like like 15 to 20 but yeah <laughs> um, he was like well i was on i smoked weed and then i've been drinking and then i did coke and then we did some m and then i did some k and then we were doing a little bit of g and i was like bitch you've got the full like, alphabet check what? check check yeah like how are you still standing literally how are you here with also us? the fact that people do g like GHB. What is GHB? G is literally the date rape drug. Like GHB is like. What... Why do you do that to yourself? So here's the thing. I'll just give you some tea. Okay. If you take like a small amount of G, okay. and don't take too much and date rape yourself, if you like stay awake, apparently it's like a wild fun drug. But I'm like, okay, the fact That's that you okay. could possibly <laughs> just take too much and like There's literally much... date rape yeah. yourself. There's like way too much risk involved. Oh my god. So yeah, he was like running through this whole thing, and I literally was like you know, that other meme that's like mom come pick me yeah, up legit. that's literally I was like I need like 911 like, what has happened yeah. oh my so god so that was one and then another one was this doesn't have to do with being gay but I went to Veld's music festival okay yeah which there's a lot to be said about like EDM music festivals and drugs because I think pre- like three people died at that one yeah but I was in the fucking crowd just having yeah. a gay old time yeah and I look over and to this day, we have called it Trail Mix. Okay. I look over. There's a, there's a girl with a Ziploc baggie. Oh, my God. With a maybe inch thick layer of a white powder, one would assume cocaine, and then mixed within the white powder, just various colors and shapes of pills. What? And she scooped. She had long, like, Cardi B nails. Oh, my she God. She scooped some of this white sauce some oh some uh, like fucking yeah. fettuccine alfredo sauce <laughs> does a bump of it and then takes one of the pills and just like pops it in like drinks oh and then the best part was she chased it with sunscreen because obviously the sunscreen was like they had opened a sunscreen oh, okay. dumped it out cleaned it and put like vodka in it yeah. so I was like you just did cocaine a mystery drug and then <laughs> vodka, vodka. <laughs> oh my god so that's since that like day we just call that trail mix and PSA I was like, PSA don't, don't do, do drugs kids. people literally die I think three people died yeah, people that die. not not at that festival that year see that's fucked yeah that's so I'm so like fucked. okay yeah maybe in shows I was like oh there's so many drugs people are crazy yeah. and now I'm like people are crazy Stop! Yeah. Oh my god, mom! <laughs> I also just thought that every bar- barista was gay, which true. Okay, that's true. <laughs> yeah, correct. Absolutely. And on that note, wherever you're listening, go get a coffee. Go get because <laughs> they're coffee. gonna fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Please follow or subscribe. Specifically, specifically, we will be trying to, or we are trying to. I just lost. Any ability to speak. We're Never tr- had it. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to build our following on iTunes. So whether you're listening on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, please subscribe and also leave us a review. Only if it's five stars. One, two, three, four, five. Only five. One, two, three, four, five. Only review if it's a five. We need help. We yeah. need psychiatric care. Um, but yeah. Uh, and we'll only get it with your donation of five stars. 
Oh my god. <laughs> if you're still with us, please also follow us on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast and personally at Sean.Lusk and at Brianne Williamson. And until next time, we will see, see you around, around the, the gay red. Doing them trail mix. <laughs> <laughs>